Hey y'all, hey y'all. Welcome back to the Tiny Mike Talks with me, your hostess, with mm, second mediocrist. I don't know, I'm not that mediocre. Fucking amazing. <laughs> Lavish Jules. Today, I have a fun guest with me. Today, we're going to be talking about some fun nostalgic things, going a little trip down memory lane, and hmm, reminisce about how much we love burlesque. And all the things that it contains. So, if you come on this trip with us and enjoy, take it away, secondary jewels. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How's it going there, Miss Dora Diamond? I am so alive. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you know, got um, out of bed, put on some pants. Went outside with a mask on and, you know, came back alive. So feeling pretty all right. Oh, I love that. That is more than I did today. Yeah, um, that's... T- today I got out of bed and went to the living room mm-hmm. um, and then came back into my bedroom. And now that's where I am recording this right now. Felt so, that was me yesterday. I was like, all right, enough living room time. Back to the bed. <laughs> You know, I actually have like a little weird, sad nest in my <laughs> living room right now on my couch. It's oh. like I've got like my Nintendo DS there and usually my laptop and then my phone. Mm-hmm. And it's just literally to entice me to get out of my bedroom and mm-hmm. like exist in another room. And honestly, it's been so nice just not being in one room all the time. Like, as as pathetic as that sounds, like, that's actually, like, something that I've really enjoyed uh, recently. Nice. No, that's totally goals, though. I feel the same. Like, only in the last, what month is it? Since, like, October, actually, I think, I started doing, finally started doing, like, virtual shows. Because my body was like, you got to do this, bitch. Get up. Move that booty. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. So, I, like, set up, like, kind of like my my bedroom a little bit on my bed. Just for, like. For like funsies and also my kitchen to be mm. a dance space. I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah, all right, let's get it. I love that because then if you're dancing in the kitchen, it also gives you immediate access to snacks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Immediate, immediate snack access, if you will. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. My freaking, <laughs> I, this last act that I did <laughs> involved me eating snacks in like fast motion. I cannot wait to post that. It's going to be so funny. Oh, I love that. You have to send me the link when that happens, because that's very much a mood. Yeah, it's real funny. (laughs) Doing that, um, did you see the, I don't know if you saw the show, but you saw that video I posted, the the little, like, love song that I made? Yeah, I don't know if I saw the video, but I listened to the song, that's for sure. Yeah, I made, I had originally made the video for this, like, holiday original music drag show yeah and um i literally just like hung up a bed sheet and some sheer curtains up on the back wall of my kitchen Mm -hmm. and like used my dad's industrial flashlight as a spotlight nice and if you watch the video you you cannot tell it looks i'm not gonna say professional but it looks very adequate and considering i fully fashioned it out of like weird shit that i found around my house i'm i'm very it was very much a my crowning achievement of 2020 for sure nice yeah same i'm very proud of you a lot of times if i need a light like for my youtube videos i actually use my 
uh, my depression light for it. Me too. Oh my God. <laughs> I have an ot light at home. And like, whenever you see, whenever you see me open packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards or, um, no, no, no. Uh, when I do like, when I did like the project videos where it's like an overhead mm -hmm. view, it's mm -hmm. literally like my phone. And then like next to it is my ot light resting oh. on my phone stand and like, nice. you know, I need, I feel like I want you to show me how to do that. Cause that's genius. Cause like mine has like a little kickstand in the back of it, but I'm like, I want to like position it in a different way, even though actually I just got a ring light for Christmas, but still. Oh, I love that. Like, I would yeah. love, I um, want a ring light so that I can recreate my favorite nineties music video styles. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> in the background, get like your dad's leaf blower to like yeah. blow some wind on you in the and front. Like a, like a fisheye lens. And yes. just like, like, like full on, like, um, Janet Jackson or Missy Elliott. Yeah. Or like Holly Minogue. Just yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Freaking man. I think, I don't know if there's like a tool to like make that happen in video. I haven't found it. With fisheye, a fisheye tool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, there might be. they used in back, like they use like specific lenses and you can actually get mm -hmm. like a clip on lens set for your phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like so like they have like fisheye lenses that you can like clip onto your phone yeah hmm. so maybe i'll just have to make a 90s music video someday yeah actually i have some i think if not at least one for my uh for my instix camera i don't know if it's gonna be able to stay on though I just have to like put it <laughs> over the camera lens i guess <laughs> oh man i just remembered that because i found one it fell out of something like a pocket and i was like what the heck but it has like a like a cute little gradient color on it. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> we love an aesthetic choice. Yeah, right. And I don't have to put extra filters on in editing. It's already on there. <laughs> mm, perfect. Save me some time. <sighs> so, my lovely guest, Miss Dora Diamond, the amazing songstress from Milwaukee. I was trying to come up with a cute alliteration today, but I couldn't think of anything. Oh, what was the, I just came up with a tagline shortly before the apocalypse hit. Oh. <laughs> oh god. What was it? She's got a silver tongue, golden pipes and a razor sharp wit. Or no, oh, a, yeah. a, a diamond a, sharp a, a diamond sharp wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I like that. That was because it's been it's been the same tagline for like 10 years now. And mm -hmm. I think mama needs, mama needs an upgrade. Yeah. It, I think it's always good to have like multiple ones. I think you told me that like when I started coming up with like alternate ones, you're like, Oh, it's always good to have multiple ones. Just always. Yeah. I think it's always smart. Yeah. Switch it up every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so my lovely audience, they're listening. My lovely little facets. Uh, so Dora Diamond is amazing. She is the FMC of the Bruce Lee Bombshells, the troupe that I am also in. She has also hosted her own full Dragon Burlesque shows. She helmed Dora Diamond's Gay Cabaret, as well as Dora Diamond's Drag Royalty Review. Oh, uh, just it? the Royal Roy Review. Yeah, which I was in. I should remember this. That's okay. Time doesn't mean anything anymore, and it's fine. <laughs> right, because I feel like that was like two years ago now. Like, yes. how? I don't, Jesus. it, uh, well, 
it's weird. Time is a weird concept to me because I feel like the entire last like 360 some days, mm-hmm. my brain just like stress deleted it. Yeah. Like I do <laughs> very go. much remember highlights of it, but even then it, this past year, it just feels like it's like swimming in the abyss of like the rest of my long-term memories. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. My goodness. Yeah, my goodness. Like, thinking about it, we were so looking forward to 2020. Oh. Like, not just as a burlesque troupe, like, being excited for bringing back the Art Deco 2020 themes. Like, oh, I, had, I was pumped for that. I had some really, really great big plans for 2020. Me too. God damn it. <laughs> and, like, so I can't bad. think about them too much because it's, like, a moot point because we're already in 2021. There's a right. vaccine happening. Things yeah. are happening. Good things. Um, Great things. The wacko lantern is on his way out of the White House. <laughs> the wacko lantern. Uh, no more Cheeto in charge of this country. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Gotta just put those things back in the past where they are now. So. I'm very much in the survival mode of like, well, I am alive. I am. Mm-hmm healthy physically mentally the jury's still out but we're working on it yeah we're um, working on it and surviving is a win and i'm counting that like for 2021 as well like 2021 is going to be a year of processing mm-hmm. because now that the the four years of trauma are you know on their way out the next step is to unpack that and try and process it so it doesn't drive you crazy and that's going to be a fun time that's going to be really great we're really looking forward to that oh yeah especially like not to trigger warning content warning if we're talking about the the big uh what was it what, what is this 64th 65th i don't know what 49th i don't know um president yeah i, don't, he, I always forget trump was the 45th joe biden is the 46th oh okay yeah yeah for, the 45th and the only, and the first Cheeto, like, yeah. ugh. 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 think about that. Like, how who let him get away with still putting on whatever orange makeup that was? Like, were they like, we have new makeup, we have fresh makeup in the White House? And he's like, no, 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 I have my own. It's Trump brand, and they're like, this is gonna give you cancer. But okay, that's how you can tell that um, he was lying when he was talking about supporting the LGBT community because he has no gay friends. Because if he had gay friends. They would not let him leave the house looking like that. Yeah, no, with that hair, with mm-hmm. all that, like, no, no, thank you. Mm-mm. They'd be like, pack it away. They'd be like, Donnie, sweetie. <laughs> Honey. We gotta talk. No. <laughs> we love you, but this is I not. I love you, and we want you to live your best life, but, like, just take me through your process, because I'm not understanding. This 90s look is very ancient and you look decrepit we need to liven you up so let's change all of this like i understand wanting to like have a sort of bronzed look but you don't actually have to use doritos no to do that or like bronze dust like that's not healthy you know oh my god can you imagine if he had gay friends all of the all the drag race comments look how fucking orange you look girl (laughs) <laughs> right oh my god yeah he's like orange i'm not joking bitch you look- <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness back yeah. rolls, uh, back rolls. 
Oh my I goodness. I think it's safe to say that Donald Trump would never be accepted into the House of Edwards. Not at all. No. Like, no, ma'am. <laughs> Although, uh, imagining, that, lot... imagining that dance audition is fun in a Schadenfreude yeah. kind of way. Yeah, right. Alyssa would be like, this is full on rigor mortis. Rigor mortis. <laughs> you are decrepit. You are deceased. You are dead, sir. Please leave the studio. Gutted, gutted, <laughs> decaying. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Was it? Um, damn it! I forgot the word now. Dilapidated. No, that's a great one though. Beast. That's it. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yes, because that's that's ugh. why he, that's why oh, he doesn't man. have gay friends. He tried, and then they all read him to filth, and then now he's like, mm, I can't have that energy in my life. Yeah, he's I must, like, I, <laughs> I can only handle people who I pay to blindly tell me yes to everything I say. Yes. Even the ones that agree with me, I will still fire them if I think that they are too smart. Yeah. My God. Can't talk about those small hands without thinking of that small brain. Damn. <laughs> tea. Truest of tea. Yeah. Damn, Jan. Roasted. <laughs> Uh, so anyways <laughs> back on to brighter things hopeful things we have 2021 hopefully the rest of that to look forward to I'm I'm waiting till spring like winter is always a shit show for me so it's like spring and then the actual year happens like let's that's very <sighs> much a mood I my brain will literally not let me like hope for things <laughs> Yes, yeah, right now it's like as soon as we get to january 20th like we get to january 20th trump is out kicking and screaming biden is yeah. in the transition has been completed no yeah. more fuckery can be afoot um mm -hmm. that's when my brain can finally start like okay okay now maybe i can maybe breathe a little bit but until yeah. then my brain is like nope something's gonna happen it's just like a full I'm just, it's just a, I'm like a, I don't know, like a, I'm a trauma victim. We're all trauma yeah. victims in this. Yeah, literally. But my brain is just not, it will, it will not let me hope for better things right now. Yeah. It's like, like, you know what? Uh, how about instead of wasting all your energy trying to feel good about the future, how about you just survive the present? And I'm yeah. Like, love that for me. Yeah, same. Like, I, I love that you posted that because I'm just like, that's a fucking great idea. Like, let's focus on that because, like, I seriously just like will just like lay in bed or just, like sit up in like my kitchen or like my living room and just be like stoic, trying to think about things to be hopeful for in the future. It's just like you don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Yeah. Where's your money? Where's your creative energy? Like, where's any of that? And, and then like, I just start sweating and having like a still panic attack, and I'm yeah. just like. My anxiety is just like shooting on my brain. I'm like, it's wow, like sleep okay. paralysis, but you're awake. Yeah, essentially. I'm just like, yeah. uh, and then I, <laughs> and then I literally get up, and my my entire body hurts. Yeah, like, uh, owie. My brain, my brain, pretty much will not let me think of the future. Um, it's literally just like, I've just been like, <laughs> this, this is gonna sound so <laughs> pathetic. I've literally no. just been like playing Pokemon on my Nintendo DS. Mm -hmm. like whenever I need whenever I need to be distracted because I'm like you know what thinking about surviving the next year that's a lot to think about 
thinking about the the correct number of ultra balls I need to pack to catch this legendary Pokemon, that is a task that I can handle. Yes. Speaking yes. of which, I caught four legendary Pokemon today. In one day? What In the fuck? Day. Well, I'm I, so proud of you. I was playing through Soul Silver for the first time. <gasps> so jealous. I have it. I still have like barely touched it. I need to fucking play it. Um, I my big treat yourself moment for the beginning of the pandemic was I was like, you know, I wanted a Nintendo DS since I was literally 13 years old, 14 yeah. years old, and I never had one. I wanted one so bad, and to try to make myself feel better, I just made myself stop liking Pokemon in high school because I'm like, that's for babies. Oh, um, but um, now I'm like, no, I want to do it. And so um, I got myself a refurbished Nintendo 3DS XL, the new one. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I played through Sun. I played mm -hmm. through Diamond. Oh, nice. Um, and that's it. And then now I'm like just about to be done done with um, Soul Silver. I'm Itch. doing like I'm doing like one of each generation, and then mm -hmm. if I feel the need, I can go back and do like because I have I bought this. Um, I don't know if you're gonna have to like. <laughs> I don't know if this is technically illegal to talk about, but I got this like weird sketchy <laughs> bootleg um, cartridge, Nintendo DS cartridge from eBay that had mm -hmm. like Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. Heart gold, soul silver, black, and white, and then like the Pokemon Ranger games. What? Can you send this to me a link to that shit? Because I want that. The, if you go on eBay, they have like a bunch of them. They they're basically just preloaded um R four cartridges where they're just like they're like cartridges that instead of having like game data on them, they have like an adapter for a, a mini SD card. Mm-hmm. And then the person just loads up a bunch of games and I'm not that technically savvy. So like, I did not want to try and do that on my own. So I was like, Ooh, 400 games in one for like $17. Give me that shit. <gasps> That's a fucking steal. Yeah, Very that. And they're all ROMs. So it's like, they're the real games. They've just been like ripped off of the cartridges themselves. The, the, yeah, the DS carts themselves. Oh my god. And that's actually really a weirdly easy thing to do. Like emulators were huge yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And like, just being able to take that like empty save file essentially yeah. and put it in a different thing. People used to do that just so they could have multiples of the same game. Because exactly. you can't have more than one. I don't know if you I don't know if they finally changed that where you can have multiples of like I different think you players. can do that in Sword now or Sword and Shield. But wow, Sword and Shield is like I don't know if you've played through that at all, but that that game made me like cry when I first played <laughs> oh it. Oh my god. Because yeah, I hear like, it's really good. The the graphics are absolutely breathtaking it's mm -hmm. like playing oh god it's like playing one of the zelda like zelda rpg games but instead mm -hmm. of zelda it's pokemon like the world oh. is so expansive and the battle animations it's like it's like literally like putting yourself in pokemon anime but like three dimension like it's it's a lot it's a lot to process but it was like very very like nourishing for my soul Mm, I should really get this because I feel like I need that cry. I've been crying a lot, like in the last like couple of months, but like in a really cathartic way. Ooh, like so a cleansing like, cry. Yeah, like I feel like I really need that. Like, ooh, I love. I yeah. oh, I did. 
I feel like there was a movie I, oh, yep. I watched, <laughs> this is good. This is going to sound um, egregiously Caucasian. <laughs> so, okay. um, trigger warning. Um, <laughs> dumb white girl shit ahead. Um, but I, I watched the best exotic marigold hotel, which has. Did you love it? I listen. <laughs> you've got like lovely old British people, including Dame Judi Dench. And Dame Maggie Smith, a.k.a. Professor McGonagall. Mm-hmm. And um, they all end up in this dilapidated hotel in India run by, oh my god, what is his name? From Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, Deb Patel? Deb Patel, yeah. yeah. And he is, man. of course, charming and adorable. Yeah. And you have, like, this, like, love story between him and this girl, but then you also have like this community of old people who are like learning things about themselves. And there's like a character, I don't want to spoil it because it's literally like, it's a very heartwarming film, but it involves like, there's like a gay man who gets reunited with his long lost love. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I sobbed like a child. Oh my god. There are a couple points towards the end where it just guts you, but in like the best way. Oh. Yeah. Did you see uh the sequel at all? Yes. Okay. Lovely. Huh. Uh okay, I need to watch these and just cry my whole face off. It's, I have it's like it's got such great talent in it. And like some of the people you just hate. Like some of the people in it <laughs> but then some of the people start off just vile and then they end up growing on you and it's very, very lovely. Mm. Yeah. See, I need to see that. Like, I saw something similar. It was like, was it the hundred foot um, something? It was similar. It was like British versus like um, like a British family versus like an Indian family where they had like two semi competing restaurants, but like not really. Really, it was like for like a Michelin star oh, thing. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was really cute because like two of them ended up like uh, like the kids ended up being like a, in love, and the family's like, well, they're in love. Where they're gonna get married, it's gonna be cute. Let's, you know. Yeah. And I was like, ah, okay. But yeah, it was real cute. I just sometimes you need it. Sometimes you just need to see ooey gooey cute things and cry to make yourself feel better. It's just it's yeah. a it's a human right. To cry, yeah. Just let it let it out, y'all. Very bad. I talked I talked about this previously on my podcast. Um, especially when it comes to getting nostalgic on things. Like I was getting nostalgic this winter season over um especially because of the announcement but uh from a viewer on ice so i rewatched that whole series the 12 episodes of the season and then the movie announcement in the second season hasn't been announced but it is it is in the works and it's already on my anime list so i'm just like it's real it's gonna happen and i'm gonna cry about mm. it and all the feels that that brought up just like mm-hmm. someone like pushing so hard to overcome their go- overcome like what they think their weaknesses are and having their essentially like their childhood hero coach them and essentially fall in love with them is so cute. And I'm just like, <laughs> isn't it like, so a, cute isn't it a gay, gay. Th- aren't they gay too? Yeah. It's like, it, I would say it's quote unquote coded cause they don't say it, but it's like, do they have to say it? Like, Oh yeah. I mean, like, I feel like come on. 
I feel like there's a lot of that specifically in anime where they're like, we can't really say that they're like into each other, yeah. but like it's so obvious that they're into each other. Yeah. And even the creator is like, no, 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 they're in a relationship. Oh, that kiss, that was a kiss. It was it's canon. And they're like, well, why the censorship? And it's like, well, it's in Japan. What are you thinking? Like, what what duh? Yeah. This isn't this isn't a straight up uh shonen eye. Like it's isn't a straight up yaoi. Like it's it's it, it, it's a mainstream show. So yeah. like it's this, okay, gotta, like just <laughs> we gotta <laughs> appease the conservative powers that be. Yeah. And even like that that shielded kiss definitely still brought some backlash on the show and it's like this doesn't need to be controversial like same thing with like what fucking i don't know if you've seen uh owl house Mm -hmm. yeah it's a really cute show one of the characters is essentially confirmed uh bisexual Mm. because she like she has a crush on the main character which is like yes they haven't gotten together but they're like in high school and it's like whatever that's cute and i'm like i'm here for it and parents are outraged because they're like they're throwing this in the the kids faces like they're really not at all at all they're just they're like, just showing is, the same like, by the way, this is this is who they are yeah yes yeah. you know it's so interesting to observe the evolution of queer representation in media mm-hmm. especially media that is consumed by younger people yeah i mean i know steven universe had a bunch of controversy because they showed um, a queer kiss. They showed a lesbian wedding. Um, yeah. They uh, talk about non-binary. I mean, like, and polyamory. I could literally, <laughs> like, I don't. I I really don't even want to mention Steven Universe that much because I could. I could talk about Steven Universe for like seven hours. <laughs> like yeah. that that show is a treasure. Um, yeah, Looking but like it's just show. it's interesting to see. I wonder if we're noticing backlash more, not because there's more backlash, but because we are finding more support so we can, like, we're finding more support, and as such, we are able to recognize the backlash as being misinformed, whereas, like, when you're, like, in the closet and you're figuring yourself out, and like you don't have a lot of represent- representation to go off of when people say things like that's disgusting that's not natural you internalize that you're like wait mm-hmm. yeah totally that's gross but then now yeah. that you're like a fully formed human and you're like um no that's actually just how people are and you're being really dumb and gross about it yeah like maybe you're the one who's being gross yeah essentially a bigot about it brenda <laughs> brenda the bigot the fuck out of here the Karening. The Karening. Uh, the unmitigated yeah, Karening of it all. Uh, Karen's of 2020 can suck it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. All the the outrage is ridiculous because obviously, like, these parents have not seen the show. Mm. Like, uh, like, my sister talked about it briefly. She's like, oh, well, they, like, they do some some weird, like, homoerotic stuff on that show don't they i'm like mm, not really and she's like well look at this dance julian look at this dance when garnet and amethyst fused i'm like okay but like a tango <laughs> like, well no when garnet and amethyst fused like they do a little bit of um uh a little bit of booty shaking Ooh. and Uh-oh. and i'm like not the booty like, not the booty for the right. children and i'm like sis that could literally be us and she's like what no and i'm like yes and i like made her watch it again and she's like okay you're kind of right but still i'm like 
still what? Yeah, it's fine. Just the fact the that people see that it's like a queer context and they're like, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's like you're literally putting that context on it when it doesn't need to yeah, be. Yeah, it's like, so like what you're saying is that you assume any kind of queer love is inherently vapid and and physical and not real, which is harmful. Yeah. That's harmful. It, it, it's harmful, yeah, because they're essentially trying to say that's always sexual and like it's really not. Yeah. Like it's really not. So like just chill out. And funny enough, my sister has come around to like watching it and she's like, it's actually a really cute show. It teaches like not just kids but definitely boys essentially empathy and i'm like yes it does yes it does well and it uh, what i love about it the most is that it takes very complex um mature subject matter things like um setting and maintaining and asserting boundaries um Mm -hmm. things like uh the feelings of guilt for when you want to prioritize things like self-care, um, mm-hmm. things like uh, trauma bonding, like with the movie, yeah. like, mm-hmm. or things like, like in the movie where it's like, like, again, like boundaries. And that's a very, these are very adult, not adult, like explicit, but very mature concepts that they're yeah. illustrating in very normalized and easily digestible ways which is like yeah. i wish i had things like that growing up i wish i could see things like that yeah just like, like more it's, often it's creating a culture of people who are more insightful into their own truths and how to navigate the world around them and not make themselves smaller for the sake of other people, yeah, which is yeah, very, and plus you've got the focus on like voices of color, um, mm-hmm. you've got representation of um, queerness, and not just from a like a relationship or a romantic standpoint, but like gender identity. It's just mm-hmm. it's got it's got so many complex things that grown-ups are like scared to talk about. But then they present, yeah, especially with their kids. Yeah, and they present them in these, like wholesome, adorable, gorgeously rendered ways. Mm-hmm. And plus, there's jazz, which is really fun. There's jazz. Yeah. I, oh my god, I love that the music in it. It's so good. Like, god dang. And Rebecca Sugar just—they just kill it. Treasure. Like, why gotta be so good at everything? Yeah. Freaking. And funny enough, um, like, I think, was it Pendleton Ward wanted, or he essentially wrote more of that kind of stuff in um, Adventure Time, because but of... they couldn't have it. Oh, really? Yeah, because of, um, yeah, because of, like, Marceline and things like that. So they were able to put it into, like, the last episode, mm-hmm. and, like, essentially, like, the cancellation of Steven Universe and the, short, the shortness of Steven Universe future was because they had so much, um, like, backlash, even though they had so much love and support... Really? And viewership, the way Cartoon Network suppressed the show and just put Teen Titans Go on every fucking, every fucking hour, <laughs> like oh my god, and didn't talk everything. I had no yeah, idea about like, that. Yeah, it was very censored in like a lot of countries, Ugh. and they definitely suppressed it here. And they're like, "This is ridiculous. I shouldn't do that," because it's like it's not like it's Wicked City or some shit. It's not fucking. 
um, tripping the rift. It's not there's some no, actual like no explicit adult explicit tune here. Like. In it, it's literally just a show about like loving yourself and letting yourself love love other people. Yeah, like come on now. And even in future, okay, slight spoiler for future. Um, it shows how someone who has been pushed to being mature their whole life, mm-hmm. like even from a child, um, can that can manifest can mis- trauma. Yeah, and they can misconstrue so something so simple as wanting to be with someone forever as thinking that they have to get married to them immediately, mm-hmm. so they don't leave them, yeah. which is such an awful heteronormative like thought. I just saw someone posted this on Reddit. Um, um, how media predicts, or they they put it as, or generally, uh, marriage more often than not, especially back in the day, is worse off for women than it is for men. Mm-hmm. But the media, um, what depicts it as it's uh, it's as it's something that women want and men avoid. Mm. You know, like that's so true and fucking crazy. That is crazy. It's like wow, yeah, but. Literally, there are so many men who do want marriage. They're like, yeah, I really want that. Like, yeah. I know a guy who's older than me, and he's like, well, I feel like, I don't know, these are kind of my words to say like, he, he kind of has a personality, but not, like, <laughs> a lot of it, and he doesn't, like, really, doesn't decorate things, and he's not very um, assertive in lots of things. Mm. And he's like, well, no, I just, you know, expect to, like, expected to get married and for whoever I married to, like, decorate things and, like, determine all of our hobbies and things like that besides like watching movies mm. and anime and like these little extra hobbies that I have I was like wow that's wild to me because I cannot picture myself being that kind of person mm. like I am a sheep in the Chinese zodiac but I'm not a sheep in real life because I cannot be like that you know I'm a horse and I don't know what that means um hmm I think that just means you're pretty steadfast in your ideals and like you really want (laughs) like yeah and like similar to the bull if you want something to get done if you want it to happen you'll keep moving forward to make it happen bulls are a lot more um they want it to happen quicker and they are much more abrasive about it Mm. but yeah so yeah it's interesting like mm, what would say yeah so like I would say that's kind of similar to a Sagittarius in the, like, American Astrological Signs, but not really, like, kind of, but, like, oh, what am I? I'm a Virgo sun. You know what? I have the screenshots. I'm just going <laughs> to look at the screenshots. I don't want to guess, because I know nothing about astrology or what it means, but I know people keep asking me about it, so I'm like, here. <laughs> here you go. Tell me what this means. Okay. Uh, wait. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? Yeah, actually, funny enough, funny enough, I just found mine, and I'm like, I still don't know what all of it means. Oh, some okay. of it. Okay, I got it. Um, I'm a Virgo sun, Aquarius moon. Mm. Um, it doesn't tell me what. What's my What's my rising? First ascending. Capricorn. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and depending on like where those placements um I guess align within your charts, like your moon, your rising, your Venus. Um, they end up meaning different things. A, like more than I'm just a Leo the... and Venus. 
Ooh. I can see that. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but that's... Well, generally, that means, like, I can definitely see that, uh, based on the conversation that we've had outside of this podcast, obviously, that um, that you essentially know what you want in love, and you very much won't settle for less. Mm. And That would explain why I'm single. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> and, <laughs> like... Not that you want it to be this big, grandiose thing, but you definitely want it to be focused on you and not some weird idea of you. Mm, that's very true. But I also think that's something that everybody wants. Um, I think... Not everybody. Well... Not everybody. Lots of people just jump into relationships because they're like, well, I'm bored. So, yeah. That's true. I'll pick up a partner. I'm just like, what? Yeah. What? I literally hear that in, in this day and age. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I have, I have some people in my life who... Um, are only single for maybe days at a time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, but I mean, if it works for them, sure. I just know that like, if I'm going to be in a relationship with someone, then that means that like, we're in a relationship and it's something that Mm -hmm. I intend to see out as long as it can be maintained. It's not something that I'm like, like cuffing season. I'm not just oh, I'm not yeah. just gonna have a boyfriend for the winter. Although that does sound yeah. really good at times. Yeah. But I mean you'd also want a boyfriend through the spring mm-hmm. and, and the, summer. the summer and the fall. And for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah, essentially. Like hopefully. But I'm also not yeah. monogamous, so it's very like mm-hmm. I want several I want a boyfriend for every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Sundays for myself. <laughs> I want a resort collection boyfriend. I want a fall winter boyfriend. <laughs> I want I want a spring collection boyfriend. <laughs> I want a capsule collection boyfriend. Capsule collection. Oh a, a special edition, limited edition, one of a kind <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah, you want a want, beautiful, gruff handyman boyfriend who's also very gentle. I mean, that's the, they will all be that. Just. They will all look slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Like, I'm definitely the same way. I think I'm a Scorpio in my Venus, which, which kind of makes me upset. Itchy. But it's like, <laughs> yes, it makes me upset because I'm just like, ugh, I hate that. But, like, I have to read into, more into, like, what that really means because I only have, like, the baseline of, like, uh, Scorpio sun. So I'm just like, oh, okay, let me look into this. But I know it, it makes sense as to why I'm horny all the time ah. and also kinky. So it's just that like, That is okay, true. Well, You're very much a right. cat in heat. <laughs> you think oh, so? Oh, yeah. Like, every time I see you, you're, like, rubbing up on people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> But only in the most nice, consensual way yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not like, it's not like, not like fuckboy status. It's just like. You're very much. Oh, ew. Oh, I, I have so much love, and I must rub it on you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I mean, unless people are like, okay, enough of that, Jules. I'm like, all right, cool. Hang out. (laughs) Uh. I feel like um. Your. Your love, like, glands in your brain, work the same (laughs) way as like. Uh, Amy or uh, Ashley's dog Mako. Oh, it's like you really want, like, you like, you're like, I love my friends so much, I just always want to like rub on them. And then when they yes. don't on the inside, you're like, But my friends, yeah. I want to <laughs> yes. hug my friends. 
<laughs> yes. Because yeah. Franco is a dog. He makes sounds, but you just have to keep it yeah. inside your brain. Essentially, yeah. Freaking, oh my god. On New Year's Eve, I saw him in his cute little sweater oh. and his cute little booties. Oh my god. And I was like, oh my god. I miss that dog so, so goddamn much. I can't, I'm going to give him the biggest hug. I'm going to let him stomp all over me because he doesn't know how big he is. <laughs> and I'm just going to deal with it. Right. Oh my god. He's getting really good at that, though. Like, he didn't, like, Amy was eating some food, and he was like, oh, my God, what can I, like, have it? And he kept just, like, staring at her food, and she's like, Mako. She's like, you're doing really well, but, like, you're staring into my soul right now, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, aw, baby. Ah, so cute. This cute little sweater. Oh, I can't. <laughs> but, anyways, I feel like we're going right through this, um, the questions that I have. Well, not actually, but, like, almost hitting on all those topics. So I'll be able to edit this hopefully no problem as long as Thank I Thank God, because you know, we're 40 minutes in and we've just been talking about bullshit. <laughs> no, it's entirely on topic. Oh, I love that. Like, it's a little bit off, but it's it's in, really entirely on topic. Um, So, um, yeah, this season and really especially right now to like find comfort. I find, I thought I didn't really have a comfort show, but maybe I do in Yuri on Ice and like other anime that make me mm-hmm. cry. Like, My Hero Academia might be it, but I also, I know it's going to make me cry, so I'm just like, I don't know. I'll wait. That's real. <laughs> but, um, like, thinking about, like, fun, nostalgic things. I actually picked up my Pokemon. I have two 3DSs, which what? maybe I have another one somewhere, too. I feel like I might actually have three. Because I have I have one that has... No, I have two. Yeah, I have one that, I have, that has a dual slot. Oh, and I have two jealous. that have a single slot. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, actually. <laughs> I think... Oh, you know what? One the R button on one of them stopped working. That's probably why I have two. That'll happen with the single slot. Yeah, I just hit that R button too hard. But um, that sounded really weird. Um, <laughs> just flicking the button um, a little bit too aggressively there, Jules. Oh no! Whatever shall I do? It's on, it's on brand. It's definitely on brand. <laughs> um, but. Listening to you talk about how you've gotten into Pokemon and fucking just going through the games. Yeah. I am I am so proud of you. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm definitely on my way to be the very best like no one ever was. Yes. Yes. Do you think um well I guess this is a future question, but I'll ask right now. Um, do you feel like you will revise your Pokemon trainer cosplay to reflect the badge that you have newly obtained? I do I mean like, no matter what, I want eventually physical copies of every badge I've ever won. Yes. Um, just because I've noticed this pattern with me. I've, I'm very, like, tactile when it comes to my mm-hmm. nostalgia. And I have very distinct memories of watching television shows and movies and not wanting... Um, like merchandise of those movies or things, but wanting phys- like the things that are in the world of the movies or the, the shows. It's one of the reasons why I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! Because the cards yeah. were part of the story. They were, they had gravity or uh, they had meaning in the context of the world of the, mo- the, the show. And so like the things that I would want as a kid weren't like officially licensed like merchandisey things they were like i like i wanted pokeballs i wanted to hold the gym badges 
Like I wanted the actual things from the world and I'm still very much that way now. Um, yeah. The th- you want the jelly donuts from Pokemon. Yes. Oh my God. The, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that controversy is one of my favorite things because they were like, do you guys really think that? Cause like, even as like a eight year old kid, I saw those and I'm like, those are not no jelly donuts, man. I don't right. know what I they like, are, okay. but they're not jelly donuts. <laughs> Right. I was like, that's not even a rice cracker, y'all. Like, a rice cracker, rice cookie, like, that's not even close. Like, maybe you could get away with one of those. Maybe. But it's not even round. Like, what? Like, no. It's like, I understand that they wanted to make the context a little bit more relatable to American children. But if that's the Yeah, case, they wanted to have the... Like, put a... Put, like, I don't know, Photoshop a jelly donut on top of it or something. I don't know. Right. They did. They yeah. literally did that for other episodes of Pokemon. They like literally like, like, photoshopped like a burger and animated like a burger mm-hmm. instead of whatever they were eating or something like that. And it's like, I don't support Westernization of anime because I think that it's mm-hmm. insulting to audiences. Um, yes. and Also very insulting to the cultures that they rep- the the shows hail from. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like if you're going to do it, do it. Don't have yeah. Acid. It's like don't. And this is it's like play. don't show me. Like I rem I I have very specific memories of being like eight years old and being like, I want whatever that is, and if it's a jelly donut, sure. But like, what kind of jelly donut would that be? Exactly. I was the exact same way. I was just like, I f- that's not, I feel like it no. would be so much less confusing if they were like, I love these onigiri rice balls or something that was like, yeah. maybe ham-fisted, but like, at least explain the context. I feel like kids are more intelligent than cartoon studios like to admit. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing, like, they didn't, they didn't really have it on Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I, I, I don't know where Yu-Gi-Oh! was supposed to be set, but... Yu-Gi-Oh! set <laughs> like, in Japan. Remember. Oh, okay, I know they had like was it was it Mega Tokyo or like something like that when they like because Teto Kaiba ended up going into space for some crazy shit and I was like Seto, you're doing too much oh, yeah. for the single rival dude. Like, what is yeah. your deal? Y'all are gonna like bone or not? Like, <laughs> I know you have this. Just like get it over with, buddy, because you are really it's, beating this yeah, horse. Yeah, it's very bad. But, um, but there, <laughs> if you go, I actually went on a very extensive YouTube rabbit hole. Um, about the censorship and westernization of Yu-Gi-Oh! Me, oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you see, um, I don't know if you've seen, well, have you seen Mother's Basement's uh, video about the world building of Yu-Gi-Oh! I believe I, If not, I'll send it. I, send it to me because I think I have, but also I would watch it again. Um, yeah, I watched it twice because it was hilarious. Well, just um, talking about like, the things that you don't notice as a kid and then you watch it again, because I've actually been revisiting um i have a a crunchy roll subscription and uh i've been watching the original first i think it was four seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! the 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 original arc of Mm Yu-Gi-Oh! but in the original jap the uncut japanese dub oh okay oh wait oh yeah oh so it's like the like the original adaptation and not the um the, uh, the abridged... It's not the westernized version. Um, you oh, ca- you can watch the dub, and the dub is like the censored, edited version, mm-hmm. but you can also watch the uncensored 
Japanese with the with um, English subtitles, and that's what I've been doing because okay. um, when I was in like middle school, I used to subscribe to this uh, monthly manga called Shonen Jump. I'm sure you've heard of it. Shonen Jump, yeah, it's it's still a huge thing. I don't yeah. think I don't think, it. I think they they're just digital now, though. Um, I, I don't know. I know, like, their, uh, their physical media is definitely, like, took a, a dive, well, essentially, in the West, everywhere. but it's still, like... Oh, yeah, but it's, it's, still, it's yeah. still a thing in Japan, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, and they have, like, so many, like, various, like, serializations. Yeah, But, go when on. I was... I actually started looking at it because of Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I just started getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! I was, like, 12. I was in sixth grade. And mm-hmm. I saw... it. Yu-Gi-Oh! was technically my official gateway into looking at manga because Mm. I had originally fallen in love with the style of Pokemon and I really loved it. Like my little childhood brain knew that it was different than American cartoons. And I looked into it and found out that they were from Japan and that there was a stuff called manga, but I didn't have access to it until catching my eye was Yu-Gi-Oh on the cover of this monthly magazine. And I don't know if you've ever read the original Yu-Gi-Oh manga, but oh yeah, it's, it's very different. so dark. It's like it's very, it's very dark <laughs> and twisted, and I loved it. I I loved every I minute love- of it because it was like it had all my characters that I loved, but then it was also like like drugs and gun violence and like people were straight up being murdered and not sent to the yes. And I was just like my little my little twelve year old pre edge lord self was like oh my god. I feel so alive. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wow, damn, this is it. This is the one for me. That was actually, like that the- was actually, because <laughs> I, I, I've told you I've been like getting really into nostalgia as like my major coping mm-hmm. mechanism through the mm-hmm. uh, pandemic. One of the things that I treated myself to, um, this is so, like, I'm almost ashamed to admit this because no one should ever spend this amount of money on memorabilia. <laughs> um, it's two things. One, um, this company that was actually made famous for um, replicating uh, objects from, like, Sailor Moon. It's called Proplica. The company is called Proplica. They're in Japan. And in 2019... They made a full size Battle City dual disc. Mm. And not only is it like full size, but you can actually duel with it because you can place sleeved cards in it. So oh, it, wait, sleeve yes. cards? So it like yes. protects them? That's yeah, nice. and that's a big thing because like when you actually I I I found this out from my friend who actually plays Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't actually play the card game, I'm just obsessed with the anime and the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can only duel in official games, you can only duel with cards that are in sleeves. Mm-hmm. One, um, if they're not in sleeves, uh you can like they could get damaged and they don't want to be held liable. But two, the biggest reason is because apparently one of the ways that people cheat is they'll like put nicks in the back of their cards. So they mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. know what they're drawing before they draw it. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, they'll shuffle it the way they want. And if you have sleeves, then you can't do that because they're all like a uniform size. Yeah. But with the, this dual disc, it's got so it it's 
fucking nuts, first of all. It's nuts. <laughs> I remember seeing a commercial for it on YouTube and being like, someday I will own this because I need to because it's my destiny. Um, yes. My destiny. Uh, but so first of all, you can actually duel with it. Second of all, it comes with the duel music from the Japanese anime. <gasps> Whoa. Like you press a button and it plays the battle music from the Japanese anime. And it is very cool. <laughs> and then, but here's, here's my favorite part. My two favorite parts. One, the life point counter is exactly mm. like, it looks like the one from the show because it's a backlit reverse LCD screen. So it's like a black screen with white numbers mm -hmm. and it's backlit. So it's like super bright. But he, this is the, the, the craziest thing. And this is what, like, finally, like, kind of, I threw caution to the wind and just got one. Because this was just, like, everything 12-year-old me could have hoped for. When you place a card on one of the spots, on, the, on the, one of the slots in the dual disc, and you press down, it lights up and makes the sound from the anime. Oh my god, I like, love it. All it needs now is a hologram. Like, well, yeah. They haven't quite figured that one out yet. But they also have uh, Seto Kaiba like, saying lines from the show in oh, nice. Japanese, so I can't understand it. But <laughs> it's still really cool. Of course in Japanese. But th that god, was one it. of the things that I treated myself to. Also, oh my god. So this I found out after already purchasing it, but watching someone else unbox theirs from a couple years ago or a year ago or something. Mm. Um, mm. So I told you, like, for me, my nostalgia is, like, I like to, to feel like I'm, like, actually, like, a part of that world. Yeah. And in the original anime, I'm sure you remember when the Battle City tournament happens, there's, like, a whole part of one episode where they actually, like, go and receive the dual discs. Mm -hmm. So this Proplica dual disc... The box that it comes in, the front of the box is, like, the Proplica logo, and, like, the sides of the box, it tells you all of the different things, all the different features. But if you flip it over to the back, the back, the back face of it, like, the big face of it in the back, mm -hmm. um, is designed to look like a real-world version of the box that's featured in the anime. So what? you can just you can I display want... it next to the box and it looks like you would have it looks like you give it to you in a box that looks like you received it at the actual Battle City tournament. Oh my god. It's really cool. Like I love that. Like so it even has a Kaiba Corporation logo. Holy shit. Like <laughs> oh my god. It's like for nerd like for a nerd like me who like I don't want I don't like I said I don't want merchandise. I want the stuff from the show from the movie yeah so seeing like yeah which is te technically still merchandise but like in a oh, different yeah. i just mean like I don't, I don't like merchandise where it's like uh, like just like an action figure or like the, i never used to collect things like that because all of the yeah. playing that i would do as a kid was not like playing with characters from the the the, the story it was me being my own character in that world with my yes. own implements from that world. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I'm very much a self-insert yeah, kind of person. Yeah, exactly. 
So I, I totally understand where you're, so you're saying. So it's like, I don't really want to look like a character that already exists in that world because I'm my own person and I exist in that world. Yeah, uh, exactly. But the other thing that oh I found, God. and this one, thankfully, because of some very lucky circumstances, I was able to actually get this item for a price that was not the ridiculous original price. And when I say, <laughs> it's not when I say ridiculous, it's not because it was not worth this amount, that, that original amount of money. But in terms of like just shelling out something like that for this, I could not have done it. And I'm not going to talk about the prices at all because I can't bring myself to do it. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> but I literally, I ha and it's hanging up next to my television right now. Um, mm. It's a, it's a one-to-one -one scale brass hand, like crafted brass millennium ring. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're telling yeah. me that. I feel like, I don't know if I have like a millennium... Um puzzle somewhere maybe or maybe i have a millennium cube it's probably like in storage or something but yeah i used to have like definitely one of those i was like oh my god and i never like took it out or like showed anybody because i was like someone's gonna steal this someone's gonna try to take it from me so like and i don't want to yeah. tell anybody because people are gonna be like you're lying or whatever so i'm just like i no, might ask not. you to delete this section because <laughs> i don't want anyone to break into my apartment and steal my shit <laughs> yeah right no 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 um i mean It'll be on the uncut version, but like, I'm not, I'm, it's not like I'm going to give away your address. I appreciate you know? that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not like, like just doxing my guests just cause like, I love them so much. Here's where they yeah. live. If you want to show them how much you love them, here's their personal address. Yeah. Like, no, here's their PayPal. Send them money, please. Very, I, I'll always appreciate that. Yeah. Um, well, that, that really segments, uh, really interestingly into my, uh hmm, I guess my next query. Okay. Cause um so it seems like overall in like the last two years, it seems, I, unless time is just, you know, a construct, um, you've really gotten into Pokemon Go and that has really sparked the nostalgia into rewatching yeah. some childhood shows such as Pokemon yeah. and Yu-Gi-Oh! Other um more that you're re that you've been rewatching throughout the pandemic. Like more nostalgia things. Mm-hmm. Or just like anime in general, I guess. That like well, I guess generally, yeah, like nostalgia things. Like, um, I don't know if you ever watched like Beyblade or Metabots. I, I was into Beyblade for like ten minutes in middle school because everybody else was, <laughs> but it was never mm -hmm. anything that I really cemented to. Um, mm -hmm. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh were my ride or dies. Those were the two. Yeah. Like, I had Pokemon betting. I had. Mm -hmm. You know, I had all the original three movies on VHS. Uh, I have, yes. I, and I still have all of the promo cards from the first three movies, like that you would get from the movie theater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, nice. Yeah. So, so jealous. Really, what I've been doing so instead of like exploring multiple titles that I've been interested in. I've just been kind of like doing everything I've ever wanted to do within the context of those things. Like getting mm -hmm. myself a millennium item, getting myself a dual disc, um, two things that I've dreamed of ever since I was a kid, playing through the Pokemon games mm -hmm. on DS. Um, I designed um, custom Pokemon cards using like fan-made blanks and my own illustrations. 
Um, Which are so beautiful, by the way. Um, it's not, I'm going to do a video on it someday, someday when I get my, my life together, yeah. but, um, it takes yeah. time. It takes time. I'm, I'm forgiving myself for a lot of that right now, <laughs> given, you know, gestures around wildly. Um, yeah, right. Same. Trying to be nice and just forgive ourselves. I'm the same way. I have like a backlog of shit that I need to edit. And I'm just like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've really just been sort of, you know, any, oh, you know what? I lied. There is one <laughs> really, really weird niche nostalgic thing that I've been getting into, but I, the, the project is on hold right now, but I have everything with me and I'm going to be continuing it. Uh, shortly. Oh. Um, and I'm going to have to give you like all of the backstory because it's so weird and specific. Um, so okay. do you want me to tell you what it is first or do you want me to tell you the backstory first? Um, I think I want you to tell me the backstory, but um, I'm going to have you hold for a couple of seconds because uh, Anchor has like a two hour time limit. Sometimes it cuts off at an hour and we're reaching about an hour right now. So. Let's see if it cuts off and if I have to reconnect or something. Oh, oh, okay. So we're good? Okay. Okay, we're good. Yep, we're good. Um, so you have okay. an hour. Tell me this backstory. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I can get it out in less than an hour. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> backstory. Growing up, um, I wasn't really allowed to play with dolls at all because I am a transgender woman, so I was raised as a boy. And in no northern rural Wisconsin in the early 90s, there just wasn't a lot of like community support for, um, you know, boys being really anything other than like things that play sports and hunt and things like that. And so like, yeah, I just was, there wasn't really much context or like support to like, even like navigate that for me or anyone around me to be able to navigate that. So it's not like my parents were like, no, you can't do that. Boys can't do that. It's just like, well, let's do something else. You know what I mean? But anyway, mm -hmm. so playing with dolls wasn't really something that I could do. But I remember being very aware of the Child's Play franchise. Oh, interesting. Um, oh, okay. I thought the story no, was going in a different direction. It's but very weird and it's only going to get weirder. Um, so okay. and I remember being, because I was like, two years old when the second one came out um mm -hmm. yeah and uh, oh, it had God. already been like a global phenomenon at that point and i remember being aware of it because i remember going to like the video store to rent a video with my mom and seeing the chucky doll on the movie poster and being like that's fucking terrifying and then, so then I would ask my <laughs> friends on the playground or the other kids in my school uh, the, on the playground, like, what's Child's Play about? And they were like, oh, it's this doll that comes to life and starts killing everybody. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fucking crazy and scary. Um, but mm. then my little imagination was like, although it would be really cool if I had a doll friend who came to life and we had adventures together. Oh, that'd be right? so cute. Um, and so I remember... Oh. There we go. Okay, great. Sorry, Anchor okay. can be so weird sometimes. I'd be no, like... that's okay. Um, I know where I was in the story. Okay, great. Let's keep going. Okay. So I was simultaneously very aware of the Child's Play franchise and very afraid of it, but also mm -hmm. very 
intrigued by it. Yeah. And I, I was about three or four and I went over to go play at the neighbor's house and she had, this is such a specific thing that I remember, but not everybody might remember. Uh, I think play school came out with this, this line of dolls called my buddy. <laughs> and they were like, they were like big, they were big and they, they were kind of like, I mean, honestly, they were like Chucky dolls. Yeah, um, but most of them had like either blonde or brown hair, right? Yes. Like yes. Little, yeah, I remember these, yeah. Yeah. And so I remember she had one and she had one that had brown hair, but it was dressed kind of like Chucky. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I remember, had little ovals. You can yes. like draw them. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I saw it and I got scared, but then I was just like, I want that. <laughs> I want to have that. And so I, and, and then the next day that memory was completely deleted. Like, <laughs> did not like, cause who needs that specific memory? There's no functional reason for that memory to happen. Mm -hmm. So then fast forward to October of 2020 and <laughs> I'm hanging out responsibly with some friends and we are looking for a scary movie to watch because Halloween is a season or a, is a month long, not just mm -hmm. a, a day. Um, yeah. But I was like, oh, I've never seen the original Child's Play. And they were like, you've never seen Child's Play? And I was like, yeah, I know. I, it's a classic and I've been meaning to. I just never have. And so we did. And I was I immediately had that like weird Ratatouille Anton ego moment. <laughs> where like I saw the Chucky doll and like I had like a that's so Raven like <laughs> like, like portal into your eyeball just yeah <gasps> literally all and the way back like, into oh childhood. My God. I was obsessed with having a Chucky doll for like two seconds when I was like three years old. <laughs> and as I was watching it, as I was watching the movie, I realized one, first of all, this is iconic and yes, a really yeah. good horror movie, and also like how they managed to make something so cute and like such a hilarious concept into something that is actually really good horror. Like yes. the first child's play movie is honest. I mean, is it the scariest movie I've ever seen? No. Is it creepy? Like, is it creepy to think about like an actual child's play thing that comes to life and murders you? Yes. Yeah. Like it is actually creepy. And so yes. I had this like really intense like appreciation for this movie and paired with this weird like unlocked memory that <laughs> I, I had newly found access to <laughs> I was like you know I love things like movie props and things I want a Chucky doll really bad <laughs> and I remember being in like high school and shopping at like Spencer's and Hot Topic and don't judge me um, I mean, same, honestly. <laughs> but uh, before it became the pop store yeah. and Spencer's became the the sex, the like the the, the pseudo sex store. Yeah. Then yeah, I shopped at both of those. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, Spencer's is like the edge lord store now. Yeah. Um. But at any time, I would like. I remember seeing things like Child's Play merchandise, but it was always that like post bride of Chucky. Yeah, Chucky, where he's all like cut up and like spooky looking, and this was really the first time that I'd seen in depth like the cute like regular doll Chucky, like the the pre evil spirit Chucky. Yeah, 
And I was like, that's a really cute doll. And I would really have wanted that doll if I was like a little boy in 1988. Yeah, I could see it. Like, yeah, like as a kid, you're like, that's Um, yeah. a cute little thing. Yeah, I get this. And so I was like, oh, I really want like the cute good guys doll. Looked online, $600. God, what? Yeah. Wow. And I was just like, okay, first of all, bitch, never in my life Right. would I pay $600. The doll didn't even talk. <laughs> Lame. It was literally just like a doll in a box. And it was like, oh, it's only $600. I'm just like, yeah, eat my entire ass. Um, Right. <laughs> right, it's not Annabelle over here. Literally. Even that I still would not want to like, come on. Um, so I was like, you know what? I know how to make things. I know how to like, you know, I can, I can create stuff. I can make things happen. Um, Yeah, you can. and so I kind of, I went on this like sort of weird Googling spiral where I was like, you know, what am I going to do? Uh, I, I, I kind of want to make my own Chucky doll, but I don't want to use a, my buddy doll because the, my buddy doll is like, it's got like a painted face and it's not really like, it doesn't have the same sort of structure as the Chucky. Like, how would I like, how would I be able to recreate this for myself and have it be worth it? And then I discovered Corky. Corky. Corky, C-O-R-K-Y, Corky. Cork, I know someone with that name. I, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, no offense if you're <laughs> listening, Corky. Um, but, I'm sure she's, but gone. <laughs> but Corky was this doll that was released by Playmates and he was the little brother of Cricket. And both of these, both of these dolls, Cricket is a girl, Corky is a boy. And they are kind of like, I, and my theory is the reason that like the game or like, not the game, but like the movie, like nerd circles don't really talk about this is because like, they pretty much ripped off Corky entirely Oh. to make Chucky. Mm hmm And so they always talk about like the My Buddy dolls as being inspiration for Chucky, which they kind of Yeah. were. But Yeah. Corky, do you remember Teddy Ruxpin from the 80s? I think so. He was like a teddy bear that you put cassette tapes into and then he would like, his mouth would move along with the voice on the, the cassette tape and his eyes would move around. Yeah, that freaked me out a little bit, actually, Yeah. as a kid, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Corky and Cricket are the same thing, but instead of being bears, they're little people. Oh, okay, yeah. They're like little kids. Stressful. And I saw, and I was like, I looked into Corky and like, he had everything from like the same kind of like little plastic shoes, Mm the hmm overalls, the stripy shirt, the shoelaces with his name on it, um, Wow. red hair. And Really? a similar, Wow. yeah, red hair, it was curly. It was like tight curly hair and Mm hmm brown eyes, but like a really similar face shape. And it was the same exact like dimensions as a Chucky doll. Wow. Full on ripoff. Wow. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, they, they very much made it different from the look of him. Like they, they skirted any real legal trouble with it, but I realized that they were so close in, in look, in aesthetic that I was like, you know, I could probably like repaint or refashion a Corky doll and make it look like a Chucky doll and have that be like my Chucky doll. Yeah. And so I look online and like, they're all like 
150, $200, um, hmm. like collector's items. Mm. Well, that's, that's a, that's a better slash easier price point than $600. But so. girl, <laughs> I literally found this one post where it was like, like almost mint condition, corky doll, mm. no shoes, mm -hmm. still works. $25 or best off. <gasps> What? Wait, yeah. no shoes though. That's weird. But I yeah. guess yeah. But I, I mean, you know, after thirty plus years of of being passed around the family, I'm sure you know little plastic shoes can go missing. Yeah. Um. And so I jumped on it, and I got yeah. the Corky doll, and so I straightened his hair and repainted his eyes, and oh. um found oh god, I'm not gonna go because I'm making a whole video series about this for next Halloween. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's been my nostalgia project is I've been, I've been like redressing and like repainting and styling this Corky doll to look mm -hmm. like a Chucky doll. That's amazing. Oh my God. And it's, going, it's, it's going really, really well. <laughs> like it's, and what's great is that because it's a Corky doll and because the, the mechanics aren't like super sophisticated, um, mm -hmm. I can technically put any cassette tape in this doll and it'll oh. talk along with it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a cassette tape of mm -hmm. like the sayings from child's play. Oh my God. Yes. And, like, I was hoping you were going to say and that. Some of like the music <laughs> from the movie and stuff yes. like that. And uh, oh my God. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> the lengths I've taken to make this happen <laughs> is honestly staggering down to the point yeah. where like I created like a custom iron on sheet to like, nice. to like make the overalls look like the overalls from the movie, like with the little symbols wow. all over them. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh my goodness. I love that though. Freaking. Uh, well, okay. First thing, are you going to talk about this? Probably hopefully on uh Sylvia Nix's podcast. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. You definitely should. I'm, sh I'm sure she's going to love it. Um, And then second thing, what are your overall plans with this uh, Dora Diamond version Chucky doll? Oh, just to have it. <laughs> you're not going to, like, use it in a show or, like, an act? No, like, just you're not going to do, like, that that weird thing that um Clint Eastwood did a couple of years ago at the Republican National Convention where he talked to an empty chair as if it were a puppet or a person or something and, like, use it as, like, your wingman nope. <laughs> on stage? Nope. Uh, I hadn't really thought of that. Um, I mean, maybe now that you say that, maybe that's good. Yeah, I mean, because I think that would, because you're using like an actual doll that you can put words into and you know what the word's going to be and it like, it works out as like an actual thing. Yeah. But what he did was really, really, really strange. That, but I mean, that I just, was, that, <laughs> like, thought about that, that was just a senile old man starting to come apart a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that was... That was something I cannot get that out of my head because I'm just like, man, because I feel like that sometimes if I'm like recording my podcast, like um, if I'm in my living room, and there's like a chair somewhere else. Like I have like a computer chair. If I'm not at the desk, I'll just like be looking at that chair. and I'm like, I'm not I'm not Clint Eastwood right now. It's OK. <laughs> you know what? Whatever you got to do to get that content, you know, you have to. Yeah. If you're going to like and I know this from having my own channels, like if you to be able to like actually engage your audience you have to talk like you're talking to someone 
Yeah. And unfortunately, when no one is there, then that means you have to technically have a conversation with yourself. Yeah. And that's just part of it. That's okay. We do. That's just part of the beauty of it. We do weird things for our art sometimes. Yeah. Doing it for the content. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, my, my, my only plans with this doll is to have it. Is to, like, to have it for like to, my, my nerdy like movie memorabilia collection yeah to, to have and to hold this chucky doll Just, i'm making i'm making not in that kind of way i'm making this this doll for for three-year-old me who really wanted one and couldn't have one so well i really hope it doesn't give you nightmares or anything if you just like have it around in your no, apartment he's adorable. Just, like, okay no. well yeah just don't make him like I'll scarred up or nothing. No, so, like, no. That's I, I, I didn't want, I don't want like the possessed Chucky doll. I want a good guy's doll. Like the cute, yeah. like, like little kid's best friend, good guy's doll. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of Chucky, have you seen the newer Chucky's? Yes, I have this year um, because I was working on getting all the supplies together for the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen every Chucky movie. It's really, wow. it's really quite a journey if you watch them in order. It really because, is because, like, honestly, the first three movies are pretty. I like the first two are my favorite, for sure. The first one is my favorite. Second and third one are okay. So the the first one, it's kind of how I feel about the Evil Dead series. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, first one's iconic. The first one is like before they got so self aware that it became like silly comedy. Like, the comedy yeah. was, like, less, like, outward ha-ha and more just, like, I shouldn't be giggling at this. This makes me feel bad for giggling at this, but I also love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But the second and third one, they were starting to really lean into the comedy. And then, of course, you have the yeah. late 90s, like, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just... I, I like Bride of Chucky. That, Seed of Chucky got really into it. It got really weird. Like, it, they just yeah. went off the wall in, like, you know, typical 90s fashion. Yeah. And then, I forgot. I thought that came out, like, early 2000s. And I was like, this shit is yeah, I think, getting too much. <laughs> um, I think Bride of Chucky was, like, 97 or 98. And Seed of Chucky was, okay, like, yeah. 2000 or 2001, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I, te- I technically right. still consider to be, like, late 90s because that's, like, the transitional yeah. time. Um, yeah, it's very much that. But then the newer ones, um, Cult of Chucky, or Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, really mm-hmm. leaned back into, like, the earnest horror of it. Yeah. Like, really mm-hmm. went dark. Like, dark, dark. Yeah. Um, which, and what's great is that the newer ones um, feature Fiona Dorif, who... Mm-hmm is the daughter of Brad Dourif, who is, is the voice of Chucky. Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, wait, did I know that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I knew that. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So it's really, That's it's cool. really a full circle moment because then you have like these really weird moments where this talking doll is like cursing her out and it's in real life, the voice of her actual father. And you're yeah, like, yeah, this you- is a weird, <laughs> this is a very odd snapshot of time. Yeah, right. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was the one that I saw. One of them doesn't have him in it. It has Mark Hamill. I think it's Cult of Chucky. What? There's, yeah, I think Cult of Chucky has Mark Hamill no. playing Chucky. No, and I was like, um, the new Child's Play has Mark Hamill. 
Oh, the okay. one with Aubrey Plaza. And I was so confused. Yeah, yeah, which I which I haven't seen because I, I don't know if I really want to see it. And I was like, if they if the original guy who voiced Chucky is still alive, you don't need Mark Hamill. Love Mark Hamill does great voice work, yeah. but it seems unnecessary. Yeah, and but. honestly, um, the reason Brad Dourif works in the original franchise is because it's the spirit of like a gross, like dude serial killer inhabiting yeah. the form of this tiny doll. Yeah. Um, in this one, the voice, the old man voice of Mark Hamill is just like already programmed into this children's doll. And I'm like, why? Why do you have this ginger toddler that sounds like a grizzled old like circus clown? <laughs> that, that's seriously like a thing. And like, I haven't seen the new one. So like, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. The difference. I mean, I'm not going to watch it. Honestly, like full disclosure it's worth mm -hmm. a watch it's worth one watch and you can watch it for yeah. free on it's either amazon or youtube okay no, no, yeah probably uh, hulu, YouTube. sorry oh, okay yeah that um, makes sense it, yeah i think the other ones are also on hulu so that makes sense um but it is definitely worth one watch because it is very much a completely separate story arc with its own storytelling mm -hmm. technique and its own brand of comedy and mm -hmm. as a standalone movie it was pretty enjoyable to watch but when you try to compare it to the original franchise there it does not hold up at all especially yeah. because like, the the way they modernized it was they took all of the magic out of it and mm. the chucky doll who is now called buddy he's mm. not even called chucky in child's play in the new child's play Weird. um he's called buddy and instead of being a doll, like a talking doll that's like inhabited by an evil spirit. Um, mm -hmm. He's literally like an Alexa. What? Yeah. He's like, he's like a oh. Bluetooth accessory that goes with like a, like a home assistant digital Alexa thing. And he's like, wow. he's like oh. meant to be like a simultaneous, like toy, but also like kind of like a baby uh monitor. Like, yeah, like a helper kind of like thing. A, like a nanny cam too, because it's got cameras in mm -hmm. its eyes, and it's all—it's a very honestly controversial opinion. The evil spirit story is less convoluted than the um, overly technical <laughs> robot, like home assistant helper thing. Yeah, I mean that sounds like something that they tried to like rip from Black Mirror, where it really could have worked in Black Mirror because like all the technology in that series is very very high tech, yeah. and it's like eventually it's like, it, and that's the thing like with Black Mirror, it would set up so much stuff where it's like, oh, this person or this family is kind of shit. Yeah, I'm gonna like override my, yeah. you know, processors and just murder them yeah. <laughs> or something, which would make more sense than whatever happened in this movie. And I might watch it, but I just heard, I, I did hear all these things that you said, and um. And that it was hard to believe Aubrey Plaza as a young mother, I guess, because she still looks so young. And I'm just like, yeah. You know what, though? <laughs> I disagree with that because I know oh. I know moms that are my age or a little bit older that are just like her or, like, have yeah. the same energy as her. And you do, too, mm -hmm. because, like, we see that in the burlesque industry all the time. Like, yeah. weirdly alternative, like, but a good mom. And like, yeah. but just also very weird. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't agree with that. I think, I don't think that, because I think a lot of people 
the mom trope has to be like they have to be like a very rigid set of guidelines to be convincing mm-hmm. as a mom and i'm like i think that's i think we can throw that out with like the lack of queer representation too like just put that yeah. in the trash for the future yeah or like the stiff under like not understanding dad trope yeah. so yeah no i, I totally agree with yeah. that because the, the Aubrey that- plaza being a mom was not was not the unbelievable part of that. You know what? You know what? Honestly, and this is so petty, but you know, you know what the worst part about that movie is? The mm. doll is ugly. <laughs> the doll is ugly as shit. Like I do not know, I do not know a single child that would see that doll and be like, "I want to have that in my room when I'm sleeping." Yeah, it's see, that's how way like some believability because like even the parent would not buy no, that because they're like, "Who? What is this disgusting?" Gross. Hobgoblin dressed as a train conductor. <laughs> Hobgoblin. Oh, jeez. It is. It's gross. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, but one of the reasons the original Child's Play worked so well is because the prop designers of th- that film really captured that like cabbage patch cherubic, mm-hmm. adorable mm-hmm. doll craze that was you know capturing America at the time. And so, yeah, and like you could, you could just like feign innocence by being this cute little smiley doll, well, and, and, and that works. And the thing is, it was believable as a marketable, adorable product, and because it was believable as that, you sort of imprint on it. So when mm-hmm. you know the shit hits the fan, you're like, "Ooh, this is disturbing. This is like a tiny precious baby who's pushing people out the window. That's not fun." Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that's part of the horror. But this one is just like okay, there's this ugly little, like, flesh-colored Furby, and (laughs) now he's angry? I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't Uh, work. Yeah. It doesn't uh, work. I I don't don't know if that works. I mean, I'll probably still give it a watch eventually. And and all that said, like, the gore in it is top-notch. I will say that. The gore is top-notch. Okay. Hmm. I'll give it a try. Cause like I thought that the um I was trying to connect like the Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky to the originals and I was I was very strained on trying to figure out how to do that. I was like, does this It still technically exists in the universe? Those n- yeah. not the not the newest one, not child's play, but the yeah. curse and cult of Chucky exist in that universe of the original franchise. The way they do it is a little bit of a reach. But it is technically mm-hmm. connected. Yeah, because I think Jennifer Tilly showed up at the end of, spoiler, at the end yeah. of uh, Cult of yeah. Chucky, I believe, for a movie that's like, what, like five or six years old by now. Um, but yeah, and I was like, wait, how does she fit in? Who is she related to? When the, Who is she coming The way from? they weave that tapestry, when you put it in the context of just how batshit insane the entire idea is, I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of easy to be like, well, fuck it. Reality isn't the same in this world as it is in our world, so... Yeah, but it is a little bit like, ooh, you uh, you really went for it there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's definitely that. It's just like, hmm. and I feel like that's that's a weird thing that keeps happening with like um, not just franchises that are like getting like it's not even like a reboot because like I don't know if the Child's Play movie was trying to reboot the whole thing because I feel like it it couldn't hold up on its own to do that, so. It's like, why would you try to like restart that whole legacy? Because I know that I think I think they're trying to like do another 
Oh no, they did do a new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street a couple years ago. Oh too. yeah, I heard that was garbage. Yeah, me too. And I'm just like, oh, that, I feel like that doesn't I'm, work. Like, because well, like, and <sighs> controversial opinion, or not, you know, it's not even a controversial <laughs> opinion. I just personally am not that invested in slasher movies. My mm-hmm. the horror movies that I really enjoy are usually slow burns and like psychological mm-hmm. horror. I enjoy watching slasher movies around Halloween because yeah. they just have that like absurdist fun about them. But like in terms of yeah. like horror that I would go back and watch multiple times, anything with like Freddy or Jason or Michael Myers, yeah, Michael Myers. Um, it just never it's it's never been something that I've like really attached myself to anyway. So when I saw like yeah. the weird CGI reboot of it a few years back, I was yeah. just like, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. And but and like funny enough, like I grew up watching all of those movies, but Nightmare on Elm Street to me was probably like really was like the most well well written out of all of yeah. them. Having like an actual overarching plot and things like that and and yeah, like the original like two, if not three, actually having like psychological horror horror and like that slow burn build up where there's just so much tension and like fear for the characters and for yourself and it's just like oh my god oh my goodness so trying to i don't understand why they need to try to reboot these things like just come up with new ideas and yeah slashers general like slasher movies where it's like there's not really an actual plot are so boring so boring and it's just like yeah (laughs) not for me no thanks yeah um it's just well the whole thing like um Maybe, like, he terrorizes a bunch of people, and then he dies, but wait, he's not dead. And then, like, you know, rinse and repeat. It's just not something mm-hmm. that, like, like, and to be clear, I don't, I don't judge anybody who does enjoy, like, slasher movies. Slasher movies are obviously, like, a major part of American cinema history. Like... Yeah, like, go enjoy yeah, it. Like, like, literally. It's, fun. it's just, for me, I, I just, I don't resonate with that. I resonate more with, like, the... Like, the two horror movies that I will watch any time of year with no prompting, Silence of the Lambs and The Sixth Sense. Ooh. Those are two. And that's, talk about a cleansing cry. The Sixth Sense is one of those (laughs) movies that makes me sob every time I watch it. And you know the scene. Yeah. When they're in the car at the end. I think think so. I need to rewatch this. I haven't seen it in forever. Oh. I keep, I've seen to like analysis about it, like again and again and again because I watch a lot of stuff like that. But I know I haven't seen that one in forever. There's like that and Signs are the only like two really good ones. Mm-hmm. That like Unbreakable is really good too. Unbreakable was good. Yeah, Glass and like Split is okay, and Glass is eh. Glass. But, we don't talk about Glass. <laughs> yeah, like um, uh, but there's a scene uh, <laughs> at the end of Sixth Sense where like the kid finally like tells his secret about being able to talk to dead people and like Mm -hmm. the way he does it is by like there's he's sitting in the car with his mom and they're stuck in traffic because there's been an accident and the way he tells his mom is the fact that his grandma's been visiting him and he tells the mom a story from her childhood that she could have never told him but his, yeah. but the grandma knew because she's her mom. Yeah. And it's just this absolutely devastating like moment of not devastating, touching 
moment of connection between the son and his mom but then also like it's also simultaneously like a reconciliation between his mom and her mother at the Mm -hmm. same time and it's like that level of like sentimental drama it just it sends me over the edge every time I'm always just like (laughs) every time Uh, see I need to rewatch that because like I know some people told me like when they found out like all the parts that Bruce Willis was doing with um, his ex-wife of how he was trying to like reconcile with her how it ended up being like he was not having these conversations with her yes they were so sad for their like not actual like re-blossom relationship I'm like oh damn it's a, like yeah it's a very human movie like mm-hmm. there's this this sense of longing and disconnect in the film mm-hmm. that comes from almost being a commentary on the way that we disconnect from other people when we're alive yeah and it's like it's a very and i love stuff like that but then again i you can't trust me because i also love schlocky garbage like the visit which is another <laughs> another um M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night movie. And no one liked it, but I'm like one of the four people in the on the entire planet Earth that enjoy found footage horror. Yeah. I mean, some people definitely liked it. They said it was pretty interesting. It was it was pretty good. But I feel like a lot of it was given away in like, what, I think like the second trailer. So it was easily pieced together. I, so it was like, When I first saw it, I was completely blindsided. Oh, okay. I had okay, seen yeah. all the trailers and I did not put it together. I knew... I knew there was going to be a twist because it's M. Night Shyamalan and he literally cannot make a film that doesn't have a twist in it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, what are they, like, how, is there, like, something in the water? Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. I love how this went from a giant conversation about anime to a giant conversation about horror movies. <laughs> well, honestly, like, when you think about it, they're kind of connected. Like, because I want to recommend, I wish they made a movie of it, and I'll look into it if they did. I'm sure they did not. Um, I want to recommend, if you like stuff like that, like these shows and like these movies, um, I want to recommend you a very psychological, human, like, resetting kind of uh, series called Monster. Ooh. It's really, really where good. It? And it is, oh, where is it? I don't know, let me look. Um, but it's it's not incredibly long. It feels kind of long. I got because it's like going through yeah right <laughs> um it's going through like this um kind of like the life of this doctor who essentially like regrets saving this young boy's life because i think he was trying to like save a politician but also trying to save this young boy who also got into an accident and by saving his life he doomed so many other people the boy turns out to, to uh, not like just an evil person yes oh damn Yes, and I would say that's a spoiler, but you get that off like the first like two episodes. No, I like, would say uh, right. I would top. say the whole like uh, that sounds honestly a little bit like um, Halloween already, because you know, like the whole Michael Myers <laughs> kills his sister as a kid, and then the psychiatrist is like trying to help him, but then he regrets it because he's like, they should have just killed him because he's a monster, he's evil. I feel like I've mm-hmm. I've seen that in other places. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's not directly him that's killing people. Oh. So he's, he's like, he's very much like a Moriarty where he's like, like masterfully manipulating people. The kid is? And things like it's Yeah. Oh. Um, and, it, and like, he's still growing up. So he's like still going through all these things. And the doctor's like trying to chase him down through like, um, what was it? Like 
early 90s um like europe sure it's really interesting can i can i take like two seconds and go use the restroom oh sure go ahead i'll be right back okay Okay, I'm back. Okay, hope you washed your hands. I did. Okay, great. Uh, oh, honestly, it doesn't matter as much because it's not like we're touching each other and you're like in your own home. You're no. fine. Um, <laughs> um, you can watch Monster on Prime video on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, but if you don't have it, I think there's a link here that I'm sure I can. And like, this is an see. anime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that. it's really good. I watched it a long time ago, and I kind of want to rewatch it. But it's like, I feel like I might have like weird nightmares, maybe, but <laughs> like living alone, I'm just going to be like, like, I did an interview a couple of weeks ago before Christmas and she was talking about like, um, oh, like it was like something about like watching something and like people peeping through their windows type of stuff. I'm like, oh my oh, God, no. I have a window right next to my bed and I'm just like, oh my God, nope. <laughs> like turning around and shit. So absolutely not. Exactly. So I'm just like, oh, <laughs> but um. Huh. Well, does that go into my next topic? Kind of. Uh, but maybe not really. I don't know. Um, quick, quick pause. How many topics are left? Yeah. Um, like two, kind of. Okay, because I do. It's getting super late, and I promised my dad I would mm-hmm. do something for him. Uh, oh, okay. With a project, and so I'm just. I have to keep okay. an eye on time. Okay, that's cool. That means there's less content for me to have to edit. That's totally Perfect. fine. Um. <laughs> um. Okay, well, let's get back into these topics then. Um, so, like you've mentioned, you've gotten really into Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards and unboxing them on your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Do you find that uh, doing those things have brought you more subscribers or views? Um, you know, I'm honestly really bad at having YouTube channels, and I don't really look at them, <laughs> look at my analytics yeah. like I should, because... Oh. I literally just make the videos that I want to make and like throw them out there. Like here, take them. Um, (laughs) But I have noticed, like I've gone back and looked at my views, like just casually. And the, the Pokemon card opening videos are pretty pop. Like in comparison to other videos that I post, they do have a lot of views. Mm -hmm. I only have like a hundred subscribers, so I'm not like some like YouTube influencer, but um, yeah. I I do notice that those are 
that is a popular topic in the context of my channel for sure. Oh, that's cool. And you mentioned that you do watch a couple of other unboxings. Yeah. Do you like that's, are those like really fun? That's, uh, you know, I get into these like YouTube spirals or like YouTube rabbit holes mm -hmm. and I'll like uh -huh. obsess about a topic every couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> I do still watch Pokemon card like opening and I do enjoy unboxings. Uh, mm -hmm. The two main things that I've been obsessed with right now are um, like DIY decor videos. Ooh, like, yeah. There's this there's this channel from Canada. They're like super super popular. They're called the Sorry Girls, mm -hmm. and like there's like several series that they're that they do on their channel at once. One is called Loft Vibes where they mm -hmm. like completely redo their office space that they just rented. Um, mm -hmm. There's one called making home. One of the girls just bought their first house and she's like documenting, uh -huh. like renovating the house. Um, so like home renovation, like DIY, like house flip, not house flipping, but like flipping it for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. I've also been getting really into like doll repainting interesting um and yeah i've seen a lot of those like i'm not on tiktok but i keep seeing yeah. those like in my instagram feed and stuff i'm like oh geez why am i watching this and it's, <laughs> it's hard not to get into the into like it's, it's hard not to get locked in because it's mm -hmm. like you're watching this process and you get all of the fun of watching this lengthy process but in a really short amount of time so you get all that mm -hmm. dopamine um but you don't have to work as hard for it yeah, it's right, because you have to do it yourself also. Yeah. yeah. It's very addictive. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess from, like, opening these cards, what will you do with all these new cards, like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Do you just, like, display them in, like, a book or, like, I have, on, I have like, a... binders well? separated by um, this, the card series. Mm -hmm. So I make, like, custom, like, binder covers featuring like oh. illustrations from like the like the mm. promo materials for that specific series of cards um oh my goodness my goal my lifelong goal is to own <laughs> one copy of every single pokemon card ever printed in english oh my goodness so like every single card that exists in every single series damn yeah girl these are some lofty goals i mean for a, a lifetime, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, that's a lot. And it's though. not like if I'm on my deathbed and I'm like, if only I would have gotten that first edition Charizard. Um, <laughs> so it's it's one that I'm doing casually. It's one that I'm like, I, I'm slowly becoming more invested in the because honestly, I used to be like a total like Gen Oneer. And mm -hmm. honestly, it was just because, like, I couldn't afford to explore any of the other generations. I was, like, I played Gold and Silver were my first games that I ever played. Mm -hmm. And then I found a copy of Red at a garage sale. Nice. And I played that. And then I played Yellow, because uh, I found that at a thrift store. And then I played nice. Crystal, and then Ruby and Sapphire, and then Emerald, and then nothing for, like, let's see, 2004, 15, 16 years. Wow, damn. I need to get Crystal, though. Crystal is great. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. so if you like Crystal, then you need to play Heart Gold or Soul Silver. 
Because, okay. Yeah, I have Soul Silver. I need to freaking play it. Because my favorite thing about Crystal was that you could catch all of the legendary dogs. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you could do that in Gold and Silver too, but I had no idea how to do it. And in Heart yeah. Gold, not only, or in, I, I've only played Soul Silver. I have both, but mm-hmm. what's great about that is not only can you, um, not only can you catch all the legendary dogs and Lugia in Silver, but mm-hmm. after you, um, what is it? After you beat a certain amount of gym leaders in Kanto, after already um, becoming the league champion in Johto, um, you can yeah. go back and catch Ho-Oh in Silver. Yeah. So you can catch yeah. legendaries in the one game. And that is... Well, I think in Crystal, not in Silver. No, in Soul Silver you can. Oh, in Soul Silver. That's, oh, you that's can. amazing. You can, and not only that. that, but when you're in Kanto, after you... After you beat all eight gym leaders, you mm-hmm. can catch Mewtwo, Articuno, Zapdos, mm-hmm. Moltres. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, catch um, Latios or Latias, depending on which one you're playing. Um, and then mm-hmm. after after you beat the final boss, Red, um, you can go back and catch um, Groudon or Kyogre from. Oh, yeah, nice! So like you can get pretty much every every legendary from the first two generations except for like me and celebi but that's still pretty cool for those being in-game options yeah right uh... and granted this is a mo- this is a game from 10 years ago but it's still like i have been having so much fun being able to like have a party made up of all legendary pokemon and just kicking people's ass yeah. uh Oh, that sounds like so much fun. And like if you have since you have the other ones, you can like maybe like get Mew or Selby in the other ones and maybe like um I don't know. I don't know if you can like hatch them from eggs. I feel like um, maybe not. Some of some of the Pokemon in those generations of games are only available from events. Yes, that's true. Like Mew and that's true. Mew and uh Celebi were were both only available in events. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I think I have Mew and Celebi specifically from events also, like Mew, Celebi, and Jirachi. Oh, I love that. Yeah, maybe something else. And I think maybe, I oh, there's another one that you could get in-game, but then as soon as you, like, uh, made it, like, get an egg, it was, like, the other version of it. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, fun. Yeah, so that's interesting. Dang, now I just want to fucking play Pokemon. You I don't have time for Pokemon. You should play Pokemon. <laughs> it's it's oh my very, God. very Pokemon. joyous for me. Um, so, but before getting back into like the console games, you got really into Pokemon Go as well. Like how far have you gotten into that? Um, oh, I'm so happy you asked me that because I am so (laughs) excited. I was like, right, well, not right under the wire, but shortly before Christmas, I got enough, uh, XP points to get the Legacy 40 medal because the way Pokemon Go from its inception in 2016 on, the highest level you could become as a trainer is level 40. Uh-huh. And then literally like a month ago or two months ago, um, they announced that they were, or they, they extended it to level 50. Oh. Um, but what they did was if you were like on your way to be level 40 or like kind of close to being level 40, if you... Yeah reached level 40 before december 31st you get this like commemorative medal that was like you were mm-hmm. here like before in the before times um 
Oh, cute. Yeah, and so I won that, and I got very excited. Um, nice. Congratulations. And also, that means that I can like, I can nominate Pokestops now. Oh, yeah, cool! It's really exciting. There's a there's a little baseball diamond like a block away mm -hmm. from my house that I really want to nominate, so I can spin it when I'm at home. <laughs> nice. So cute. Yeah. Oh. Man, freaking Pokemon Go. Jeez. Pokemon Go, I can say without hyperbole, Pokemon Go was pretty much singularly responsible for reigniting my, like, love of Pokemon. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I was, like, thinking, this is back in 2018, I was like, I really did enjoy Pokemon, and there was so much to it that was there to love. And then I realized at that moment that I had a phone that was actually up to date enough that I could actually download it and play it. Because yeah, I, was, I remember you, I was rocking so a Galaxy S4 for quite a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh my God, I can download this. And like, literally I like opened it up and it started to, it, when you first start the game, it's very much like a hybrid of, you know, like a newer game, but it also has that, like the professor visits you and talks to you about Pokemon and you choose a starter. Mm hmm and um, it was like literally like a like an instant like serotonin like lightning storm in my brain. Mm -hmm. Like when I caught my first yeah. Pokemon in Pokemon Go, I was like, "Oh my god, I fucking love Pokemon!" <laughs> and then so then I went. Yeah, crazy. same. Yeah, that's such a great feeling. The thing for me, I think, was like my AR never like worked well mm -hmm. enough. I don't use AR. I, like I don't need it. Yeah, like that was like a big sell for them, but I was just like, I don't know if I really need the AR. Yeah, I, I am con I am content knowing that this is like the closest to being a real life Pokemon trainer that I'll ever get. Mm -hmm. Like, that's totally fine with me. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Now I feel like I want to get back into it, but I'm like, I don't know. Most because I feel like I don't walk nearly as much as I used mm -hmm. to, like before quarantine ah, and all that. But definitely now they do this thing where um, if you have friends who are nearby a raid, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. they can invite you remotely. Oh, yeah. You can, oh, you so did you can play wherever you are. Mm -hmm. So, oh, there are options. So I'm not going to tell you to devote more of your time to that because it can be very engrossing. Time-sucking, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, have, I have found... I have found some semblance of a life Pokemon balance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah, I'm happy for you. Yeah, like, I'm playing this game right now um, on my phone, Animal Restaurant, and it's so Animal cute. Animal Restaurant? And I'm just, yeah, that it's really cute. Like, adorable. you play... Yeah, like, you're essentially, like, the boss, and, like, all... Like, most of your employees are, like, cats. <laughs> and, like, one of them is, like, a... a um, they're like they're trying to figure out if he's a cat but i'm pretty sure he's a rabbit um but yeah it, i don't know it's really cute and there's like this whole community around it and it's just like all these cute pictures of like animals and you can just like fish and like i think play against a mouse who gambles with you and oh you like God. flip cards that sounds adorable. it's crazy it's really it's so adorable it's really fun and every time they have updates i'm like why is this game getting so much cuter i can't stop <laughs> playing so that's where i'm at with Love that. that and um yeah and then the new year of our Lord 2020, I'm getting TikTok, and I know that's going to be oh, a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, you're not going to have time for Pokemon because you're going to be a TikTok influencer. 
Jesus Christ. I'm doing it to try to, like, boost my YouTube, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's, and, like, I actually kind of, like, not kind of, definitely have stopped looking at the numbers because I don't, I'm not trying to, like, boost my stuff real, real fast, you know? Like, I'm waiting and just trying to, like, yeah. take it one step at a time. Like, I'm not, sure. I don't know. I'm not a gaming channel who wants to blow up and make money off of Minecraft or whatever sure. the fuck. So, it's fine. Yeah, it's- I'm just kind of making the things I want to make. Eventually, I'm going to buckle down and, like, consult someone to, like, help me get some kind of views because I would like to make a little money off of that at some point considering I've been doing it for like five years but yeah you know all in good time yeah it's a thing you gotta like grow into like gradually and I'm trying to figure that out too but it's mostly for the money I don't want YouTube clout whatever I'm just like yeah yeah. I like the idea of like the community well and I just want to be able um, to like support myself doing the things I love you know yeah essentially is exactly how I feel with that because like I like doing the thing and I like making the content mm-hmm. editing is not my favorite thing but I don't mind it I guess I, li- I but... like it because I like the process it's cathartic mm-hmm. and plus um, mm-hmm. there are, there is a certain um, I don't know if this is like weird coded narcissism in my brain but I really <laughs> like when I see myself do something on camera and then deleting mm-hmm. that thing and knowing that no one is ever going to see that thing that I didn't like that I did no, yes, I know like, exactly like, what you mean. That sucked, and now it's gone, and no one will ever know I did that thing that sucked. Yeah, and then, like, having the whole video out, and, like, this looks yeah. so good. Like, I look like I, I love know what I'm doing, like, because I can fake it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, hell yeah, that looks so good. Um, yeah, like, and just, like, having, like, a little bit of pride in that yeah. way. Like, I'm not a prideful person, but, like, seeing that, just like, yes, that looks so cute. Yes. You know all that joke landed demonizing, so funny <laughs> demonizing pride is just a tool of the patriarchy if you if you oh, did yeah, something that you're proud of be proud of it you're allowed yeah especially against women yeah. they just always want to keep especially, us down like especially women of, of color yeah and it's like any especially us in the creative field they're like you shouldn't be proud of that like you know, shut the fuck up you're just mad that you can't do it okay? yeah and it's also like why would you have ideas when you could be making food in a kitchen right <laughs> It's like maybe you should learn to cook. Open a cookbook, Richard. Very you that. can figure it out. It's not that hard. Very bad. <laughs> but um, so I mean, I guess we kind of covered this, but also I'm like not really. Um, in general, like, what are your favorite? Secondly, after the holidays now, but I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up, but whatever. It's still the winter season, uh-huh. so I feel like now is a good time to still, because I'm gonna do this continually watch holiday movies that I didn't get to that I love to see oh. and I want to, for comfort. Like, I haven't seen A Christmas Story, and I really should probably see that. You've never seen A Christmas Story? No, and I feel ashamed. Well, I mean, do we really need to see see more white people in front of a fireplace? Come on now. Yeah, right? Just like, eh. But I I understand the whole gist of it, but I'm like, maybe I should still watch it. It's a cute movie. I recommend it. Um, But I can definitely tell you my favorite uh, holiday movies, for sure. Um, Yeah, that you love to rewatch. Scream on me. Okay. Is, are you familiar? Mm-hmm. With Bill um, Murray. Bill yeah. Murray, yeah. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. Really great. One. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Really, that one is having a big resurgence of popularity lately. Yeah, it, it's real good. It, it just it gives yeah. me those like warmy like being a little kid and feeling safe feelings. Um, yeah. Do you love like the whole trilogy or just the first one? Hell no, just the first one. The second <laughs> one was technically not 
as bad as the third one, but it was still not good compared to the first one. Yeah. The second one was, it definitely fell victim to like Disney franchise-itis. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, let's see how much blood we can wring from this. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, they're going for the guts on that one. I also really enjoy um, uh, is it called Merry Christmas Charlie Brown? Or is it like, it's Christmas Charlie. The, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. I think that's what it's called. The Charlie Brown Christmas special. I yeah, like yeah. that one a lot. Um, because it has my favorite that. Christmas song in it. Oh, the Christmas time is here. What the is Christmas it? time is here. That like really sort of jazzy, melancholy Christmas song. It just makes you think of like depression in the winter. No, yeah, it it it, it reminds <laughs> me kidding. of like walking down a New York street in a gentle snowstorm. It's like very, it's very oh. like it's makes me feel very like lovely. Yeah, yeah. No, I do love that. I need to rewatch that movie because I haven't. It's one of my mom's favorite, and somehow we did not watch it over Christmas. And I'm like, it's a cute one. What the fuck? Yeah, I love it. Oh, damn! I also really oh. love the holiday. The holiday? Mm-hmm. Is that the one with Jack yep. Black? I have not actually seen that. I it's think. so like, it's not Oscar material, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's it's a feel good fun fest for two hours. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also really like Last Holiday with Queen Latifah for, for New Year's. Oh, we, yeah, watched, yeah. we watched The Holiday and Last Holiday because they both end on New Year's. Oh, nice. Um, we watched that for New Year's. And that movie is a treasure, Last Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I need to watch both of those. They're both so good. I feel like I've seen Last Holiday. And I hear really great things about The Holiday. Like how, how like Jack Black kind of stole that movie. And oh, I'm like, I want to see this. You know... I agree with you, but also mm-hmm. my heart belongs to Kate Winslet in this movie. Because oh. She is someone who is accustomed to making herself smaller to try and hold on to people who don't deserve her time. And mm. over the course of the film, she gains some self-confidence that's really, really satisfying to see. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I should, I should definitely watch yeah, this movie. It's then. very much like, not only is it a cute rom-com, but you, you, it's also like empowering in other ways so it's mm-hmm. like it's fun it's a good time hmm yeah, I gotta catch up on this um and then we kind of touched wait do you have any other ones before I I think that's it I'll probably think of more after this because that's what always happens yeah <laughs> um I mean I can add it in later if no, you want or just no. be like no I think I'm I think that's I that's the definitive list for me okay um and I guess we briefly talked about this, like touched on this earlier. What are your feelings on remakes of movies? Um, it depends on the remake. Um, I thought mm-hmm. the Evil Dead remake was really good and really mm-hmm. fun to watch. Um, I'm a lot of people hate it for some reason. Yeah, I like it. I think it's because they just don't ever want to see a woman um, play a role that a man played, which is very boring to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Oh. Uh, I really, I really, really liked, um, oh God, the title, the title is, is eluding me. Hmm. Tarzan, I'm kidding. No, um, what I really don't like though, I, it, I lost it. It was like, it was gone. Um, I really don't like all of the live action Disney remakes they've been doing. Oh my goodness, um, I no. just think they're way too, like, CGI heavy, and they feel very, 
they feel very like overly glossy and there's no Mm -hmm. they don't have that that earnest heart that the originals had like i have no problem i have no problems with remakes whatsoever um it's Mm -hmm. just if you're gonna if you're gonna remake it reimagine it don't just like put celebrity do it beat for beat role and like replace everything with like cgi like it's just it just feels disingenuous yeah hollow it very much very much so so i would say it really depends on the remake because it it can be well done but there's certainly a lot of stinkers out there yeah like maleficent out of all of them is is that that technically counts but like that like really expands well that i don't consider that a remake the the lore of sleeping beauty i consider that a like a like a spinoff yeah kind of, like a live yeah. action like spin-off. Uh, those those i enjoy i especially maleficent because it takes the idea of that comfortable idea of a woman villain and really subverts it and mm-hmm. that i really appreciate yeah i really like also that. they need to stay they need to stop making movies about theme park rides theme park rides you mean uh pirates of the caribbean so that that, that was a good franchise but even the final one of that one they were starting to stretch themselves a little thin i'm like oh yeah i think they're doing another one probably because yeah disney they're they will never be satiated yeah but they're re- i don't know if they're recasting johnny depp or like having someone else in his place i guess i don't know which i, I won't know. be watching it me neither. i haven't seen i stopped after like the third one Same. i think so I, was I, like, saw you, with, why? I saw the one with Penelope Cruz and like Blackbeard, and that one was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but even mm-hmm. then, I was just like, okay, I, it's definitely a franchise, and I can definitely, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely feel them beating the dead horse, and <laughs> you know, let her go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can stop this yeah. now. Like you only know you love her when you let her go, so I'm just gonna let this Ooh. go. I'm done with this song. <laughs> uh, I heard that song today. Maybe that's why that line was in my head. But yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like I don't know. I like remakes if they're done yeah, well, of course. Like especially if they're done by like the original studio, kind of a thing. Yeah. Like something that's like kind of a remake, but it's also like a continuation. Uh, something that's been done since like what twenty eleven, um, and now they have like. I a... liked the the Ghostbusters remake. Oh yeah, with uh, the the all female cast. I thought that was lovely. I haven't seen it still. I saw it in the theaters, and it was fun. It was a fun time, genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, I I still have to watch it. I like tried watching it like three times, and, like the file was corrupted. I'm like, God dang it, Ghost! Uh-oh. Get out of my laptop. Are you are you pirating <laughs> films? Arg. <laughs> I am. <laughs> like, uh, I, be, I, I be plundering the booty. I be plundering the films. I mean, I know they say you wouldn't download a car, but oh if I God, could, of I would. I would. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you wouldn't download a car. Bitch, watch me. Right. I would literally 3D print a fucking Absolutely. car if I could teach myself to drive right now. What kind of dumbass if I could, If I could download a car and that means that I would not have to, like, pay for it. for it and i would have a functioning vehicle fuck that i absolutely would yeah right like come on now i mean even if i had to pay for it i could just download it without having to actually maybe interact with someone i'd be like okay yeah let's 
pay half the price and download it yourself sure yeah. let's Very go <laughs> um, looks like we're about to get kicked off again oh maybe nope we're good uh it kicked us off before shortly after. it did but that might have been my fault okay but yeah that's what I was okay but um I mean we're just about wrapped okay. up anyways um but I think was it thinking of like um a remake that I like that has continued and is still good like the original is good and the and the, the remake slash continuation of both of these have been good they're both anime series um Hunter Hunter and Fruits Basket they're both very different they made they made and, a new Hunter Hunter uh yeah they restarted in 2011. Oh. And it's technically technically still ongoing because, as far as most people have told me, it's not. Finished. I didn't realize that was a remake. Um, I thought that was an original adaptation. Uh no, the original came out in like '99, oh. I think, or '96, something like that. Yeah. Wow. And I know um, Akira yeah. Toriyama. You know, they had the Dragon Ball franchise. I didn't realize that they expanded on Hunter Hunter back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's um. Yeah, it originally started in, like, 99. Mm. And, yeah, and then they have, like, some OVAs that came out in, like, uh, well, it's, like, 2003. But now they have, like, a new movie that came out recently, and I'm just like, what the what? And they're like, yeah, fucking watch this new movie. I'm like, what the, give it to me. <laughs> but no one's trying to give me all the information. Um, but that and Fruits Basket, which originally only got one season, and... I don't know what, I don't know if it was, like, the author or something, but, like, they stopped it, and I was just, like, in tears oh. <laughs> as a preteen, because uh, I was, like, what, like, 2003, and I was just, like, please, give me more of this beautifulness, and now they, like, um, finally did a reboot in, like, 2019 and continued on the story, so it's going to get three full seasons to actually finally finish the full story, even though people are putting out spoilers left and right even though this the animated series is not finished i'm like you bastards stop this but <laughs> the series itself is beautiful it's like but this girl who discovers his family who are all um essentially possessed slash cursed by the spirits of the chinese zodiac and whenever any of them like uh hug or touch the opposite gender of themselves they turn into that animal it's really cute what? yeah it's, it's really cute one? like even outside of that it's fruits basket. I didn't know that's what that was about. That's mm-hmm. so cute. I, yeah, I didn't think about what it was at all because like the name is kind of innocuous, but it comes from the main character Toru Honda, who is just the sweetest person. Ah, and I love her. I was like, baby, that's cute. I love that. Yeah, and it's not like a full-on romance, which I get sick of. Sure. So overall, it's a well-rounded story. Love that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, so thank you so much, Dora Diamond, for getting nostalgic with me today. Oh, my pleasure. It's my favorite source yeah. of serotonin. Yeah, right? <laughs> I will most definitely have you back on in the future to talk about uh, more burlesque and drag and singing. We have more time. Love that. Be amazing. So yeah, everyone, make sure you go follow Dora Diamond on her Instagram. She has two Instagrams. You have two Instagrams, yep, right? I have, let's see. Oh, gosh. Oh. <sighs> Well, I, I can say it if you want, because I, I just want to make sure you have two and not like have, three or I have four. Two, yeah. So. Do you have them all listed? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll like write oh, them down. Nice. And like like in the description and stuff Perfect. if you want. Um, so yeah, Ms. Door Diamond, that's spelled M-I-Z-Z, Door Diamond. And uh, Decora Dora. Decora as in the Decora Japanese street style. D-C-O-R-A. 
Dora, D-O-R-A. And it's this cute little chippy version of herself that she drew as her avatar. It's so cute. And do you want them to follow you on Facebook? Do you have a Facebook page? You have a Facebook I do, page, but right? I never use it, so don't worry about it. But do follow me on YouTube. Oh. Yes, follow her on YouTube. And that one's just Miss Dora with the regular S, right? No, that um, my YouTube is uh, youtube.com slash Dora Diamond. And the other one is slash Decoradora. Okay. Oh, you have a Decoradora YouTube as well, right? Yeah, and uh, I recently found out that Decoradora in Spanish means decorator. Oh, cute! Which is true. That's very perfect. That's very, very, very fitting. Brilliant. And, yeah, I would still say follow Dora Diamond on on all of her socials and on... Are you on Twitter? Mm, Technically, yes, but no. Yeah, right. Like, technically, I'm there, but I'm not really like, there. I never post anything other than, like, reposts from my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is smart to not get up in the yeah. Twitter bullshit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of trouble I stay out of. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely follow her to uh, see what digital show she's doing or any new music that she's releasing. Next time, I definitely want to talk more about your new music, your first EP, mm-hmm. and your latest. It's not a full EP. It's just like a single song that you just released. I just released a, yeah. a single. Um, it's a love song. I wrote it yeah. a few years ago, and I just kind of gave it away as like a a holiday present. Just like, here, have some, have some love. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's so sweet and perfect, and I Thank love it. You. <laughs> yes. And really, I love her whole album. I'll sprinkle some of the songs in here i think my favorite is probably call me by your name or call me by my yeah. name on that one's my favorite too Stop. yeah it's fucking brilliant uh so yes follow her follow me on you know tiny mike talks i have a new instagram tiny mike talks podcast on instagram follow me there cute same little purple logo follow me on um twitter jewels lavish i don't know why they did that on twitter but there it is YouTube, Lavish Jewels, all that. And eventually on TikTok, I'm sure Lavish Jewels is not taken. Hopefully not, because huh, I'm not a peasant like the other people who try to take that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Y'all have a great day. Stay sparkly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> all right, perfect. Thank you so much, Dora, uh-huh. again. This was fun. So, uh, yeah, this was really fun. And, yeah, let me know when you're free again so we can... Talk yeah, more about you let, other you let things. me know. My schedule's pretty open. Sweet. I would say mine is, but not anymore. Um, Just let me know. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, best of luck with the thing with your dad. I'm going to eat some Ooh, food. Oh, yes. Please go nourish that body. Yeah. Nourish that body. All right. Love, Love you, girl. Too. Bye. Have a good you night. Too. Bye.